up, everybody? Josh and Jay back with the podcast. Uh, another perhaps disappointing result today from, uh, you know, one perspective, um, you know, keeping a point or losing two, uh, depending on if you're a half uh, full guy uh, or a half empty guy. But, um, you know, we'll, we'll get right into it. Everybody knows the scoreline, 1-1, uh, Chelsea United. I had it 2-1 to Chels. Uh Jay had uh, us dropping this one, uh, 2-1 to Man U. Uh, but per usual, Jay, let's throw it to you first. What are your initial uh, thoughts on the game today? It was frustrating today. You know, we um, our, our our midfield is is problematic, and I think I think Potter realized that fairly early on. Uh, with Koulibaly not ready to start, I you know I know we both in our predictions we had a back three lineup. He obviously quickly saw that we needed some additional support there and switch us to a back four. I'm not quite sure why we didn't start off that way. I know we'll dig into who we threw out there and how people perform, but we didn't create many chances. We were not clinical. We were still making bad decisions at critical moments. So um, I thought we would have been, you know, our last video, I mentioned that we'd be lucky to walk away with the draw. I still kind of feel that way, even though they ended up scoring in the 94th minute to tie it up. Uh, but all in all, you know, just another frustrating day. It looks like we're stuck in the mud. It It, it is. It's extremely frustrating to watch. And, uh, you know, especially when you think you're going to, you know, you should be walking away with three points, especially uh, at home. Uh, Georgie coming up with the big penalty. We all know how anxiety inducing uh, those moments can be. But um, the, the the big thing again, and I'm almost tired of, of talking about him, but is it Kepa Aretha Balaga continuing to keep us in these games. And I I mean, I wish it were more about our attacking prowess or maybe perhaps having a couple of bad lucks at the other end, maybe hitting the woodwork or or something that we're, you know, we're upset. We we could have converted more chances, but you know, bottom line is we created two shots on goal uh, during the game. And it was a, it was a tough watch and, and Kepa continuing to keep us into these games with his performances. Uh, I, I, I think he's going to continue to get shine until he, he proves otherwise. Thank God for, thank God for Kepa. And, uh, it's interesting to see the trust that continues to be placed in Mark Kukurea, um, you know, bringing him back out. Obviously there's a hefty fee. Um, and you know, he was one of, one of Graham's guys at, at Brighton, but, um, he's just not, playing very well and, and or playing out of position. So um, that, that that's uh that that's, that's a, you know, an interesting storyline that's going to continue to play itself out, uh, you know, throughout the, the rest of the season. And, you know, as it drags on the competition and the injuries and the attrition are going to continue to mount up, but um, can, disappointed with him today, but it, it is also interesting to see that Grant Potter's not afraid to make a change, taking him off after 30 minutes and putting in Kovacic. Well, let's unpack that a little bit. So, uh, you know, Kepa, you said it in the match preview. You were like, listen, I think we're going to pull this one off. I think Kepa's going to be amazing back there. He's going to keep us in it. Obviously, I just mangled that verbatim. But the guy was, he was great again, you know, and he's one Excellent. inch away from saving that Excellent. ball on, on the header, you know, to, 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 to keep the clean sheet and to get us the three points. He, he was amazing. He did everything right. He had all the right movements. He closed down when he needed to. Uh, made himself big when he needed to. Uh, th- he's keeping us in these games. And we- we've had a repeated pattern here of saying that this team, yeah, we're not playing well. We-, we-, we came out with a result. We won ugly. We we put some... That can't continue. We can't continue to rely on Kepa to play out of his mind, as great as it is to see, in order for us to get points. 
you know, we, we need to manufacture pressure. We need to manufacture goals. We need to, again, better decision-making, more creativity, better continuity between all three phases of our game. And it's been, it's been really disappointing to say, and I, I liken this to, I liken this the to incisiveness. You know, the incisiveness isn't yeah. there. That that's, that's the problem. And I, I didn't mean to cut you off there, but it is, it's, it's so frustrating watching us meddling around and not looking to move the ball forward. It's a lot of sideways passing. It's a lot of backward passing. It's a lot of reset passing. And as competent as we look at that, that's not hard to do because no one cares about that. That just creates meaningless possession. Like we, we need to be putting the pins to the teams that we're playing against and putting pressure on them, asking them questions that they have to defend. And I, I, I went back, I, I rewatched the, the Man U Tottenham game. And we saw something kind of similar. You know, Tottenham played their standard Antonio Conte brand of ball where they wanted to be really stout defensively. They wanted to try to break and hit people on the counters. And, and United's midfield just owned them. They just owned them. They just kept on winning the ball back. They kept on creating chances. And going into this game, it was, you know, are, why would we even consider trying to do a similar thing? You know, the idea here was to try to pressure them to go after them, to be direct with our play, have them make mistakes and create chances for us. And we just did not, either we didn't choose to play that way from a strategic standpoint or our personnel just doesn't know how to execute that way. It, it seems to be very tactical and, and maybe this was over my head, but there, there was, there seemed to be a, you know, a lot of tactical maneuvering uh, going on. I don't want to say that the, the game was boring, but it, it seems like you know the, the that final pass that that extra little bit of of magic that you need to to create something great or, or a little bit of finishing just wasn't there. Um, you know, Chalaba had a chance to 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 finish. Uh, you know, at the end there, but I, o- overall, I just didn't see enough. Um, you know enough courage uh, again just the, a, a willingness to to take certain risks and if you're gonna you know win points in the premier league against a top six club you gotta take some chances and you, you have to have the ability to to be clinical we're not clinical right now um i, I you know I, I thought we we did have some chances and some half chances but we we're we're, we're not making the right pass and or we don't have our, our finishing boots on and it, it does continue to to be frustrating um especially when you do have different attacking options um i i don't see the recipe changing enough per se uh particularly up front because if you're not finishing you're not you're not winning games and th- i i agree with you and i also think this is really my, my entire focus on this game has to be on the midfield you know, and it's I think tough. that that and that plays into it, right? Like, if, if we don't have the bodies to play a, a real back three, we don't have the wing backs to be able to provide support in the attack. Why are we doing it? Why are we throwing Kukurea out there when he was just miserable the last time we gave him the opportunity? Um, I actually thought Chilwell didn't play too bad today, but United for the in- first twenty minutes of the game, all they did was attack that side because they know how inept we are when those two guys are playing together. So, you know, I question Graham Potter, knowing that Koulibaly could not play, why you wouldn't just start off with the back four, have Kova in there. I I wanted Kova in there from the jump. I mean, Jorginho, beside 
executing on the penalty was atrocious today. Ruben Loftus-Cheek was atrocious. So at what point do we say, all right, how do we fix this? You know, we have, the personnel we have is what we have. Even if we had N'Golo Kante fit, that's not his game. He's not the creative player. He's just the guy who's going to be able to win you the ball back consistently. He's going to fortify your back line, and he's going to run like mad to give you additional possession. But he's not really that creative genius moving forward. So where is Connor Gallagher? Where are some of the other guys? Even if you say, all right, well, maybe we put Pulisic in the game and we have him play up top and we drop Mason Mountain to the midfield. Who else can we throw into the mix here? in order to build a little bit of that creativity and not just have meaningless possession coming from our midfielders. It, 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 it is. I mean, these are, these are all completely fair points. You know, for the record, Mateo Kovacic is so far our best midfield option. It's not, not even, even close. close. Uh, I mean, he, he is by far, he's the most industrious, at least he'll turn. And he is a, such an underrated dribbler. Like he, he really is. He'll take the ball and go past somebody that that's, that's something I love about having, you know, him in there. But is, is this, is this a formation change in the sense where we, we do go with a back four and you do the traditional four two you know, more of a three, one, if we can have a number 10, if you can get Mace the ball in a better place on the field, if you can get Christian Pulisic, the ball at a, in a better place in the field where they can turn and run at people, th- that's what we want. And then you're spraying it out wide for service uh, or, or something like that until Reese James comes back. Our right side is more or less going to be completely inept. We got to get Chile the opportunity to 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 go forward. He's our best forward option from the wing at this point, and we have to work out that other you know center back spot to to let you know free Chile to 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 free Chile get get him get him <laughs> up the left you know like like get, like get that guy, get that guy up there. But um you know short of that we're. we're like I said, just the lack of creativity and the, the lack of uh, industry towards the goal is a little bit upsetting. I want to see some people taking the ball and, ha- and having a few dribbles and trying to create something. And Chile wasn't bad today. He was the one that created most of our good chances. He had that one ball in that was he really nice a into Aubameyang. I think that was right around the 40th minute, 42nd minute. Aubameyang didn't quite handle that right or make the right decision. But I had no problem with Chilwell's performance. I thought he did fine. Um, the complexion of the game did change once we did bring Kovacic on because he started to be able to run at guys. He was making passes. He was putting people in the right position so that we were starting to generate a little bit of pressure on their back line. Uh, but, you know, Loftus-Cheek and, and Jorginho were atrocious. So it's we spoke so about it last Yeah, we, we, we spoke about this last week. It's like this is the most glaring hole in our, in our team. And they're going to have to address it. But until then... Uh, by bringing in new personnel. Until then, you have to change things up a little bit. I'm going to mangle his name. Chukamika. If we feel confident putting him in there, just turn in crunch time at the end of the game, I know he's a young man, but if we feel comfortable putting this dude in there at the end of the game when we need to be able to score, we need to be able to generate something, give him a start. Give him a start. See what happens with him. There are additional bodies that we can play there we may have to just, again, formation adjustments, but doing the same thing over and over again and running the same bodies out there. Who We know these guys. We know Jorginho. We know what he brings. We know what his value is in certain situations. Ruben Loftus-Cheek has been with this club forever. 
Beside, you know, a couple of stints, when have we really been excited about what Ruben Loftus-Cheek is bringing to the table? So change is needed. I, I do think that they need to start shifting to either a 4-3-3 or a 4-2-3-1, probably the latter to give us a little bit more up front. Um, but the, the midfield is just, it's atrocious. It's, it's atrocious very, at the moment. Very difficult to, to watch. And especially... And that's been such a, a strength of ours for for so long. Typically, it's been about finishing, or 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 maybe somebody in the back. But um, you know, having those deep lying playmakers like a Sesk Fabregas, you know, those beautiful you know long balls into Diego through the middle. Where where's where's some of that? And that that's what that's that's definitely what what we're missing right now. Um, all right. What do you think was the uh, the the chance that that we missed today? What was the what was the biggest moment you know for you from the from the Chelsea perspective uh, that 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 gave you a little heartbreak hotel? There were many. I mean, again, we had six shots in total. We had two on target. United had more than double shots in total and more than triple on target. So there's not a lot to speak about. The one that I have to go back to is what I just mentioned. It was, you know, Chile ran up the wing. He played a beautiful ball into Aubameyang. He had an opportunity. He probably should have just tried to nudge that toward goal and tried to catch De Gea on his, on his heels. He tried to bring it down. It wasn't a great decision, but that was it. We didn't really have many other opportunities that looked even close to reasonable. Yeah, I mean, Chalabar was the only other reasonable chance hitting, hitting the woodwork. Um you know, the other thing is, you know, I listened to uh, what the gaffer had to say after the game. He said that, you know, we really he really thought that we improved after 30 minutes, a.k.a. getting Kovacic on there and, you know, trying to get an extra body in the midfield. Um, you know, Kukurea not not doing the job. All I can continue to think about is is the is the lack of creativity and I guess his willingness to not address that earlier in the match, because um, what this means to me is that. He thinks Christian Pulisic, kind of like you do, he thinks he's he's much more valuable to us as the sixth man as opposed to, um, you know, a, a guy who who makes an impact from the beginning of the game. And, and I think that at, at this point, if if he doesn't, um, you know, start using some of these other attacking options, like you said, even even Connor in the in the in the midfield, get him in the middle of the park. He was the Crystal Palace Player of the Season last year. Um, you know, playing a true midfield role. What's the problem here? Um, you know, him with Mason Mount in that dual number eight, you know, sort of role might be something interesting too. Uh, and because they'll both run, like that's that's another thing I think we need. Would you be more interested in seeing what if Mace dropped down into a midfield role, playing in the middle with Connor Gallagher? That's the sort of thing that, hey, why why aren't we trying stuff like that? It begs the question. It really does. And, you know, bigger picture, I, I, I've been thinking a lot about this. You know, the the, the emotional swings of, of, of opinion toward the squad. Obviously, this thing has ebbed and flowed, right? Like, this, we rewind the clock. This was obviously a very difficult end of last year and a very difficult offseason. You have an owner change. You have assets frozen. You can't make moves. Nobody knows what's going on, where the future of the club is. You know, this was a, (laughs) this was a disaster for one of the biggest clubs in, in, in world football, right? 
And I think coming in this year, you know, we were able to get some deals done. Things were, you know, we were able to get some pieces in, uh, but obviously we were limited in what we could do and the timing of when it could happen. Uh, Tuchel obviously was going through some personal problems. There were some issues with regards to relationship with him and some of the players. You just, you didn't have that same feeling that you had, you know, previously with him, you know, leading the club. So at the end of the day, as, as frustrated as we are right now, if you look at where we are on the table and you look at what we're doing in Champions League, we're kind of right where you would have expected us to be. Competing for top four, winning our group in, in Champions League. Um, we may have gotten a little bit of that when Grand Potter came on and we started to see some improvement. We started to see a little bit more of the talent shine you know, from what we had. You know, Obviously, we turned around our standing in, in Champions League. We got a little bit of that new car smell, right? ah. and now, and now, and now, the, now your, your kid just dropped a deuce in the back seat. So yeah. <laughs> the, 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 the sheen is gone. Um, we're struggling. We don't really have an identity. We're trying to figure it out, and you know the results haven't been amazing. But you know, getting a point against United in any scenario is not the end of the world. It was painful how it happened. It was ugly how it happened. Um, but I think, you know, in general, we need to manage our expectations and kind of look at this big picture. We're not winning the league. No, we've, we've never thought we were, we're not going to be able to compete with Man City. We're not going to be able to compete. You know, maybe we will with Arsenal. I don't know what's going to happen with them, but you know, we're not Man City. So we are not. We are not. Well, and you, you do you do make some interesting points. And God, I don't like getting excited, but it, you. this is when Chelsea are at their most dangerous in Europe or in tournaments. I don't, you, you know, just maybe kind of lying in the weeds a little bit in the league, not not in danger of of losing a top, you know, four necessarily. Um, I'm not I'm not sweating too much. I mean, with with Liverpool and the type of form that they're in right now, everybody's you know benefiting from that. Um, I, I, I I'm certainly not thinking that we're winning the league, but we're we're certainly a problem in cup competitions and in Europe, uh, especially now after the after the Milan double. Um, coming up with Salzburg, um, you know, here soon, we're going to be in a great position to win our group, put us in a great position in, into, uh, group play, or excuse me, into, um, knockout play. And, uh, you know, nobody wants to play Chelsea in a knockout game. No, it's, it's difficult. It's, it's a, it's a difficult, uh, it's a difficult matchup short of, short of either city or Madrid. I don't. I don't see too too many problems uh, in terms of um, us not being able to to compete with anybody in the in in the sixteen. Yeah, we'll see how that plays out. I mean, I'm hoping that the more Grand Potter has a chance to mold some clay and build this team out and figure out what's going to work, we'll see what we're going to turn into. But you know, I think we just got we all got very excited when we had this managerial shift. We started to see better performance. We started to see better results. We had those back-to-back wins against, you know, AC Milan, and I think we've had a little dose of reality that we're not a, we're not a superstar, really dangerous team at the moment, and they're going to have to figure it out, and that's fine. No doubt about it. Changing what? tune a little bit. So obviously, we gave a lot of love to Kepa. He deserves it. Yep. As much as we've just complained about a lot of player performances. I did think that there were some guys who actually played quite well today, right? I'll go through mine in a minute. Who, who else beside Kepa did, you know, whose performance did you like today? Who were you happy? Well, with? I mean, 
Yeah, I, I mean, Thiago Silva. I mean, he he put his jersey on, didn't he? Like, it just seems like all the all the guys got to do is is lace up his boots. He's always in the right spot. It, you know, he's like the ref. The less you hear about him, that's how you know he's doing a great job. Um, he 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 just continues to be a really classy piece. Um, and he continues to to lead by example. He he's a guy that you know really doesn't ever disappoint me. Um, it, you know he he's he's the guy who stands out to me. Um, if you're talking about man of the match, that's a different story. Um, but uh, you know for me, it's number six. He's super steady. Uh, there's nothing not to like. He's great in the dressing room, and he's another guy who speaks like five languages. It's awesome. This guy's ability to to communicate with his teammates and and just continue to to play such a high level of football and to never seem to panic. Uh, and he's actually got some nice footy back there with Keppa. Um, you know, Keppa and and him are able to really play some nice one twos back there uh, to keep possession you know flowing and to keep the defense off balance and you know for us to be able to play out of the back. You know, I'm really enjoying watching, and it's it's another one of these feel good stories. You know, Trevor Chalaba. It's great. You know, play plays great in the offseason last year. You know, they're, they're thinking about potentially shipping him out on loan. He gets a spot with the team. He can play pretty much any spot on a back three. He can play either center back role in a back four. He could play defensive midfield. Uh the guy has he's only impressed. He is only impressed, and he's just getting better. He's one and, of our own. And he's, I don't know what the – I, I don't want to even quote the stat because I don't know what it is. But we have not lost a – I believe it's a Premier League game. 25. 25 now. I don't believe we've lost a game with him getting a start. Tim, 25. So that, so you know, that's that. Great stat. We, you know, we, 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 don't, we don't do a lot of stats. No, not we're not stat guys. guys. No, no. Uh, we don't have time for that. But, it, it, I mean, that's uh, – a. That's a great stat, and it, but it's just a, a testament to, and it's the thing I love. It's it's the winning at the youth level, uh, which I, I think is just continues to be underrated for Chelsea. Look at our academy boys right now. Look yeah. at these guys; like they're they're just serial winners. And when you get used to winning down there, you bring that mentality. Kid hasn't even lost a prem a prem match. That's incredible. It's ridiculous. It, 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 I mean, it, it really is. And and twenty five, that's not an accident. That's uh, I think you're past a trend when you hit when you hit twenty five unbeaten. So man, that's a that's a great point. I, I uh, haven't been given Trevor enough shine. And again, it, it's I think sometimes those guys in the back, the less you hear from them, the the sort of the the less shine they get, like an offensive lineman in football, right? But um. The the, uh, the 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 props are definitely well deserved for number fourteen for sure. Yeah, certainly. So you know, listen. I mean, at the end of the day, like I said, this was disappointing because regardless of how we played, we were winning. Gave up the goal toward the end of the game. Still have not beaten United since, and I did find the date since November twenty seventeen, which is very unfortunate. Oh, is that official? Uh, you fa- you did find was, the date? It was, it was November 2017 was the last time we beat United in a Premier League game. We did beat them in an FA Cup game, I think once or twice. So that's but as far as the Prem. Yeah, that's not and good. I think the last like, three or four are all draws. Yeah, it's not that's good. That's not good at all. Not good. That's not good at all. All right. Today well, was the day, man. Let's... We had it. Today was the day. It, it was yeah, right there. Problem. You got to finish. Well, what a well, jerk. Speaking of finishing, 
let's let's finish this up by uh, going with the the man of the match, which is of course always brought to you by All Out Fitness. And at All Out Fitness, they're empowering individuals to be their best selves. So, uh, who was the best version of themselves for you, Jay, uh, in the match today? For the third consecutive game, uh, the America's Blue Man of the Match is Kepa Arisa Balaga. I, I mean, ding, ding, ding. There's, <laughs> and uh, you know, for the record, we don't we don't talk about these, but there's only there's only one guy uh, who, who it who it could be. He's just keeping us in these games and uh continuing to play huge and when you think about it he was you know within literally an inch or two of of literally winning the game again for us today so uh props to keppa uh without him it's definitely a big zero points for the men in blue so uh walking away with a result as um you know off his back is is just another testament to him and as happy as i am to give this to keppa and as great as he's playing I would really, really enjoy it if any of the other guys on this team made our man of the match conversation a little bit more interesting. It would be great. Yeah, give us some competition. I mean, give me some it, options. Make it tough. Be great for be great for content. That's for sure. Yeah. Uh, you know, speak, speaking of that, um, in the team news, Koulibaly, the knee. Uh, I, I feel like I, I learned later that about this. Maybe I was uh, you know asleep at the wheel, but the continued attrition we're getting we're getting pretty thin back there can Problem. you suit up you don't want that ah nobody does you do not you do but, not want that no it's so, so <laughs> go from bad to worse it, 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 really quickly but the um the i mean in 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 the back and it just uh it kind of had my mind working today too it, I, I think we're gonna have to take a little bit of pressure off of everybody and probably go back with that back four. Uh, even, even just talking to you here over the past few minutes, it's, it's making me think that that's gotta be the direction for us. Um, and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see who we, who we march out on, on Tuesday. Uh, cause we're back in the champions league. I didn't know if you knew that. I am well aware. A little tournament it's, called uh, the champions league on RB Tuesday Salzburg. at five. That's a big, one. we can wrap RB this thing Salzburg. up. Well, yeah. Wrap so, wait a minute. So, so let, just just let you know, they are in uh, in first in the Austrian top flight. They've taken twenty nine points from thirty nine, and they're seven points clear. They're second in our group, and the uh, the danger man. We have uh, Mister Adamu, and we have a Noah Okafor. Um, I have been watching a little bit of the RB games. Uh, granted, that was you know more last year when they had our American uh, Brennan Aronson over there. I was a little bit more familiar. But uh, they, they play good football. They're perennial champions uh, in their league. Uh, and just like anything else, you know, we can't, we can't fall asleep here. No, we got to come out and come out firing. Like I said, we, we have this thing ready to wrap up. We get three points here. We're assured a spot of moving on. Um, you know, Benjamin Sesco is on that team. Also, we were keeping an eye on him this off season to come in as a striker. Uh, you know, they're a good team, but you know, th- this is an opportunity for us to just put the pin in this thing and got to take care of it and move on. Just take care gotta, of business, move on. Um, I don't want to leave this till, you know, come away with an L here and leave this to the last week where we're battling up against, you know, Dynamo and 
wondering what type of result we're getting from the other game to see if we're moving on. So th- this is a big opportunity for us to right the ship, get some momentum going back in our favor, uh, and move on from there. It is. Well, it would be re- refreshing to see us uh, maybe put a few past the keeper, hopefully uh, keep a clean sheet and get a good result. Uh, Jay and I will break down some of our, our thoughts on Salzburg on uh, on Monday night. But in the meantime, we appreciate all you guys tuning in. Thanks for all the support out there. Uh, Jay and Josh wrapping it up. America is blue. We look forward to talking to you guys again soon. Thanks, everybody.